0: Hey there, listeners. Cole here. In honor of the Elden Ring anniversary and the recent DLC announcement, we're putting out two free episodes for you to sample and enjoy. So this week and next, you'll get our episodes about stormville Castle, which originally aired mm, end of last... May, beginning of last June, something like that. Uh, Please be understanding of any out of date info uh, that these episodes might have in them because of the way time works uh this should give you an idea of what we sound like when we're talking about Elden Ring's huge legacy dungeons um if you enjoy this you can find about 50 more Elden Ring episodes right now uh with more to come at patreon.com slash uh and that's in addition to a whole bunch of other stuff uh so thank you for listening and enjoy some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counter-attacks with power and with confidence.
1: What are you doing here in Stormvale Castle? This place is bristling with tarnished hunters, you know. They sacrifice our kind... For grafting. Here to challenge Godric and lay your hands upon a great rune, are you? You can see it then, I take it. The guidance of grace. Well, enjoy it while you can. I'm tarnished, like you. But unlike you, I've seen neither hide nor hair of this guidance for the
0: longest time. Still, I won't forget how it felt when I first came here, to the lands between.
1: My name is Gary Butterfield.
0: My name is Cole Ross.
1: You're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is a fell favorite.
0: And this week we are beginning our discussion of Stormvale Castle, our first prestige dungeon here in Elden Ring.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, Going to be two episodes. Uh, a couple of people have asked, if, hey, just do one big mega episode. We're still doing the same thing. We're just split it up different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, it's been a minute. Um, you know, thanks everybody for their patience who are uh, want this to go faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going as fast as we can while giving it the depth that we want to give it.
0: Yeah, we're we're all uh, fig- figuring this out together.
1: Couple of announcements. Uh, the big one is that after the legacy dungeons, that's where we've decided to space out our listener response guest episodes. Mm-hmm. So after this episode, we will have our first uh, response episode. Um, what that's going to consist of is guest segment or segments, uh, where we have a guest on, we talk to them about Elden Ring, um, you know, things like that. And then your responses, uh, about what we have done, gone through. Mm -hmm. So we, we make this disclaimer all the time on the network, uh, but we're not just looking for like, you know, your, your page long Elden Ring review. We want to know what you think about Stormvale and Limgrave. You know, that, that is the, uh, that is the idea. Mm-hmm. So, uh, keep an eye out for that. We'll put that up on the Patreon. Yeah.
0: We'll put up the Patreon call for show? responses. Yes.
1: Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Uh, we're still hammering down, uh, guest specifics. Mm-hmm. So we'll make that announcement when you have it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it'll, it should be, uh, should be good and fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, for now, let's break this, uh, this big horny idiot over our knee and get into the castle. <laughs>
0: Which is the big horny it? oh, Margaret? Okay, yeah. literally horny yeah. as opposed to figuratively.
1: No, no, no. Yeah, I, I think Margaret is uh, refreshingly sexless as a uh, as a boss. He's just these guys he's full of horns. Yeah, uh, we talked about. Uh, margaret a little bit when we bounced off of margaret Mm -hmm. Uh, but margaret is guarding the entrance of the castle
0: yes We, we
1: have to uh finally beat him and now that we've gone and done the weeping peninsula and the like we have some levels under our belt it's a little bit more reasonable
0: yes and we can get him out of the way uh, at least for now, some of this, uh, as we talk about, kind of the lead into the fight is going to be a refresher. Like we talked, we already talked about the fact that like he shows up in a shimmer of golden light. You know, we talked about uh, what an omen is, right? Somebody who mm-hmm. is just uh, born with a particular, um, you know, condition where they have horns and stuff growing out of them at uh, odd places, right? Yes. Um, and depending on what kind
1: of omen you are, what your uh, socioeconomic strata is you're treated differently yes as an omen uh so uh this omen the fact that his horns are cut off Mm -hmm. and the fact that he's still like living and as we're going to find out this is a very important character it's probably a little bit too early to reveal that he comes back yes uh because this this game is all about uh alternate identities and and people going incognito and the like Mm -hmm. um but this is this is an important person in this world uh which is very impressive given that they are an omen yeah, uh, but they were born into that importance.
0: Yeah, uh, here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but he is here to stop us. Uh, he would leave us alone. He is not out hunting us. Uh, but he specifically, you know, note, notes that we are tarnished. Notes that we have this flame of ambition, uh, and says that he must snuff it out.
1: The reason why he is here now, guarding Stormveil, uh, at least I think, uh, is that he is shoring up um, Godric. Because yeah. everybody knows Godric's a shit. <laughs> uh, this person would know Godric sucks yeah. uh, very well and they does not want you to succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godric's not going to do it on his own. i got to <laughs> help him out.
0: <laughs> Godric is otherwise occupied.
1: Yeah. Uh, we we didn't talk about last time the fight. No? Uh, and it's worth talking about the fight because as far as a first boss uh, in a FromSoft game, this is wildly complex.
0: Yeah. Boy, Margit. Uh, uh, so one, one of the axes on which a Dark Souls boss can be complex or simple or difficult or easy is think about um, what ranges they're effective at. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, oftentimes the earliest bosses in a Souls game end up being not necessarily terribly effective at most ranges right there's a place where you can figure out how to goad them into the particular attack that will make them most vulnerable sometimes that changes over the fight see the last giant fight in um in dark souls 2 uh where Mm -hmm. he rips off his own arm it's as angry as one can be and uses that to extend his reach right
1: well you think that's as angry as one can be (laughs) but have you ever seen somebody angry enough to take off their own leg (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: like uh, it, yeah. it gets much angrier. Well, no, the angriest <laughs> one can be we'll is to, out. is to
0: rip your own head off and throw it at the ground. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, which,
1: uh, yeah, we, we've also seen, uh, in, in games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, like so Margaret, uh, is effective at all ranges is, is part of market's thing. He's still baitable. Mm-hmm. You know, you can still get him to, to get into vulnerable positions, but it's complicated by that effectiveness. The other thing that is very complicated about market is, uh, he's a real, uh, modular boss. Yeah. Uh, the big thing I noticed is that his combos, uh, chain very unpredictably. Yeah. He does a lot of fake outs and he can add little, um, he's like a menu where at the bottom it's plus blank for bacon plus blank for onions plus like he has a lot of ads
0: <laughs> yeah you can he, do there are a lot he, of
1: features he to can, every single one of his combos
0: he can pull in grace notes uh to his attack if you think about it in like music notation right like yes this th- this doesn't fall in the meter anywhere but this is something that for expression can you know be a follow-up that will that might get you to the next thing right
1: yes uh and and he does it a lot uh does it more than any first boss has done. Mm-hmm. He's got a complexity to him that feels like a mid to late game Dark Souls 3 boss.
0: Yeah. Specifically. Like he's not the, as hard, the variety and, of moves. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes. He's had a lot of moves, a lot of small variations on existing moves. Um, the other thing that he does that he really brings to the fore for an early boss are delayed hits, yeah. Uh, and unusual timing. Um, he has that comically, uh, he'll hold the staff over his head and it is for a comically large, t- long time.
0: It's like, he's goading uh, you easily. Like, just c- come yes. in. This is an
1: opening. <laughs> he, he turns into Don Flamenco, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, just daring you to, to attack. And the trick is like the thing that got me through Margaret. Like this is one of the bosses where I, I've soloed him because I wanted to, yeah. uh, is, uh, realizing that a lot of times those are safe times to attack. Mm-hmm. uh, you just attack and go him and then get out of the way. Yeah. Um, when he's holding that thing above his head, if you, you can attack and move, if you're qui- if you have a fast enough weapon, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's really weird. It feels like he inverts instead of you reacting to him, you make him react to you, mm-hmm. uh, and then get out of the way. And then the second phase, you wait for him to jump over you and then you can get in hits. Yeah. 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 It, it becomes, it becomes much more, uh, limited.
0: Yeah two things got me tripped up an awful lot in this, uh, which are, um, being psyched out by the tail. Uh, so he has this mm-hmm. big, almost like, um, resident evil five boss style tail to him. It's, mm-hmm. it's like very tumor like, um, that can be worked into combos, uh, and can be used as a weapon, but it is not deployed as often as you think, given how prominent it prominent it is on his model. So you can either be too cautious when it comes to uh, like keeping an eye out for that um, or you can forget about it entirely. And then it gets slapped by it um, yeah. was a, was a problem that I had and we've talked about as, you know, staff and the things that you can do with delayed hits on that. Uh, another thing that early boss um, bosses and souls games tend to do is they telegraph like Western union.
1: Um, yes.
0: and the, 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 staff moves. Yes. Those will telegraph Margot doesn't just have the one weapon. Margaret has access to a whole stable of, um, golden light based, um, weapons that he can just pull out and use with almost no notice that I that that, mm-hmm. that I could see.
1: Yeah. The animation, the weapon won't appear. The animation is still telegraphed. Mm-hmm. Like there's only a couple attacks, I think with Margot that are tricky to dodge in terms of timing. Mm hmm. Uh, or in terms of like speed that they come out, right? Like even when he's using an invisible weapon and usually I know he's about to use an invisible weapon. A couple Mm -hmm. of them are pretty quick. Uh, the tricky thing is the, it's, and it's real simple. The tricky thing to me is that it literally changes the area that you're watching to be much smaller. Mm -hmm. Um, ordinarily I keep my eye on the weapon. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, of a a boss fight to know when they're swinging it with Marga, you can't really do that because sometimes an animation that is just him reaching his arm across is going to end with conjuring a weapon.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, if you're up close trying to get him, thinking, "Okay, I'm past his, I'm past his staff," right? Boom! No, here's a hammer to get you way up close. Uh, and you think, okay, I'm pretty far away. I might have enough time to, you know, chug, uh, you know, to, to, do, to do healing, uh, boom, no light dagger that he can throw at you and stagger you and then close the distance.
1: Yeah. He loves to, he loves to punish that heal. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a thing where all of the, um, allowances that you're expecting for an early boss are there. Mm-hmm. They're just in different spots. Yes. So, you know, you don't make distance and heal, which is something you would do to an early boss in a previous game. Mm-hmm. You bait an attack, like you bait his overhead jump attack and then
0: heal. You heal in lieu of and attacking at that time.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know, there's still there's still windows that are very wide open. Uh you just have to find them. It's it's more about knowing where the windows are at mm-hmm. than the uh this the how open the windows are. Yeah. Um I, I've come to really love this boss. I think this is a really good oh yeah uh, first boss. Like at first, I was like, "This is too hard for the first boss." After I figured out, like, it's saying, "Go do Weeping Peninsula." Mm-hmm. Like once you figure that out, I think this is actually a really good boss. Yeah, uh, in this game, like as, very fun to fight.
0: And as long as you've been upgrading your weapon, you know, to what you have available to you, you know, the the, the level two stones or what have you, he doesn't necessarily have that much HP either. It can be pretty quick, especially if you learn how to do guard counters on him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Guard counters and you can, you can stagger him. Like if you're using a big charge weapon, the fact that his windows are wide open, Mm -hmm. you know, when he does that overhead hammer slam in the second phase, uh, that is your opportunity to charge up an R2. Yeah. And just a couple of those will, will set him into stagger mode. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Um, And if that's not enough, if you think, okay, this is still way too hard. Um, you have uh, you have an out you have something you can do uh you can go and talk to uh trusty patches or sorry untethered patches uh and buy mm-hmm. his shackle uh which makes this kind of into a an echo of the um the Oh, well, what's, what's, what's his name? Gascoigne fight. There we go. I almost said Henrik, yeah. but that's a different Hunter.
1: <laughs> different Hunter. Yeah. No music. I mean, if there's a Henrik music box, we haven't heard it. You can probably <laughs> put on Two Princes by Spin Doctors and Henrik's will party, but you, you got to find that item. It was cut content.
0: You think, I uh, think
1: Gascoigne's um, partying when you play that music box? Is that what you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's just, he's just, uh, oh man, they're playing my jam. Uh, you get that song going, you get all the coins in the club.
0: <laughs> yeah. The,
1: uh, uh, very similar to that, you can only use it uh, in the first phase. Mm-hmm. you can use it twice. Uh, at first, I thought there would be a good reason for patches to have this. Now, I think he just scavenged it,
0: yeah, yeah, uh
1: you know, he found it because he's training that little franchise of patches mm-hmm. uh, and they managed to get it, but it it shackles him to the ground. uh you can use this twice uh, in the first phase and gives you an opportunity to get a hit. yes, I uh, hear and this is, at this point in the game this is where we're getting a lot of our lore on omens Mm-hmm. Um, only the most powerful omens have a shackle. Yeah. And uh, we're going to find another shackle as well. Uh, It's not just the most powerful omens. It's also ones that were born into royalty. Yeah. You know, who are important
0: omens. Mm -hmm. It's basically anybody who you you would want a failsafe against.
1: Yes. Yeah. They're like the, you know, the Xavier protocols uh, (laughs) for these guys. Um, Great fight. Really great presentation. um, And something that has aged really well for me in the game. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which is a good feeling. Yeah. Uh, I like, uh, I feel like it is very common amongst souls fans to think something is bullshit and then decide they like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like a lot of, uh, people who are bigger fans of like dark souls three DLC and the like, uh, or that fucking fire monkey from Sekiro, mm-hmm. uh, do that to like every boss. Like yeah. if a boss feels like bullshit, if they beat it, it then becomes good in their eyes. Mm-hmm. um, that doesn't happen for me a lot of times i beat something i'm like that still is tuned bad uh margot i actually really like yeah i think he uh achieves his function and he's a great character Mm -hmm. like knowing what we find out about him uh, and everything like he's a really interesting character
0: uh and he's he's a good character and also like he's not a dick like he'll even say you know like he, he will commend you if you get far enough on him he'll say you know well thou art of passing skill you know warrior blood must truly run in the veins tarnished like he you know is is pulling a worthy opponent kind of thing on you um yeah you know that's halfway through and then when you beat him he disappears in this flash of golden light kind of saying like oh <laughs> you you've not seen the last of me uh nor even the worst of me you know i shall remember thee tarnished you know, cower in fear of the night. The hands of the of the fellow men shall brook thee no quarter. So th- this
1: is really interesting. Uh, when, I f- when I first beat him, I was like, oh, he's going to stalk me. Uh, and I'm going to run into him as a roaming boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you don't. I'm pretty sure this is just about the knight's cavalry. Yeah. Um, you know, live in the fear of the night. The fellow men, those, it says they used to be agents of the fellowmen. men. Yes. Uh, there. But that's the only thing I can imagine this is referring to. Mm-hmm uh, here, there is like a capital N kind of night, Yes. you know, ending kind of thing that's happening, but I don't think that's what he's talking about. No. Um, I think he's talking about, you know, but I'm glad that that happens instead of a roaming fight, even though we will, mm-hmm. there are ways to avoid this fight mm-hmm. uh, for one. Uh, and this is not the last we've seen.
0: No, no target. Yes. He can, he can be sure, um, uh, yes. that he will see us again because he knows the road that we're walking and he can put himself yep. upon it.
1: Yeah. Uh, when you when he dies, you do not get his soul. Uh, they're called remembrances in this game. We haven't found one yet. Um, you do get a pouch so you can equip an additional talisman. Mm-hmm. Uh, incredibly high value treasure. Oh, yeah. uh, really, really good. But a clue, the fact that he does not die. Yes. You know, it's not an empty threat. He's back. <laughs> uh, and having beat him, now that he's, you know, he's no longer doing the backup, we get our first uh, legacy dungeon.
0: Yes. Yeah. And we make
1: our way up to Stormvale Castle.
0: Yeah, his arena is the stairs up to the gate. Um, And uh, I love the checkpoint that shows up, because every time a boss dies, you need to have the checkpoint. It creates the three most ridiculously spaced checkpoints in the game. Yes. (laughs) Because there's one right before this, uh, there's this one, and then there's one right after this at the uh, base of the gate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Dragon Slayer armor vibes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. the visual impression that Stormvale gives is really uh, pretty striking. Yes. So uh, paying attention to it, it is very grandiose. There are still signs in and without of majesty to yes. this castle. Uh, but it, like so many things in these games, is being corrupted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there are gigantic holes in it that at first seem like they are like cannon fire yeah, or something like that. Uh, but in fact, we're going to find out it is this... Uh, Death root adjacent corruption yeah that is happening here this uh this plant uh, kind of corruption that's happening
0: yes what's uh kind of what's important to me anyway in this is um, that from this angle you can't see any of that uh, like all that you can see um, from the approach up and from the front gate is the dark stone and kind of the gold inlay and all of that all of that uh, pock marking all of that holing um, is on the seaward side. Um, or as you get up close and kind of under the, under the gates, uh, from the front, it doesn't, it doesn't appear to be corrupted and falling apart.
1: Well, it doesn't from the bottom of the hill. Like once you get up close, you can see it. Yeah. Uh, even from the front, like it's, it's, uh, up under like past the, the little yeah. kind of gate zone, but it is on the, on the front. At first I thought it was just on the seaward side and it was, I didn't know what it was mm-hmm. because what it was is pretty hidden, uh, yeah. which we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, I thought it was. Signs of Battle from the Sea, mm-hmm. which made sense to me uh, once I found out, um, and, you know, it's weird. we don't know tons about this, but it's worth talking about in the, the source book uh, goal of this, is that Stormvale was uh, another subjugated people mm-hmm. from from the Golden Order. Uh, there used to be a Storm Lord mm-hmm. and this used to be its own free lands before Lindell and the Golden Order took it over. Right. Um, we don't know a whole lot about that culture. No. Uh, we know that they loved birds. Mm-hmm. They left a bunch of their birds, which were repurposed, which we'll get to. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we know that it was taken over uh, solely by by Godfrey the yes. Golden.
0: Yeah, uh, uh,
1: did it on his own.
0: Yeah, and similar to the way that um oh gosh uh, what was it down the Weeping Peninsula, uh, Castle Mourn. Morn, um you know it was subjugated, but like all of their kind of culture and their and their heraldry was just appropriated. Like that was kept around. You know the yeah. worship of storms and stuff like that. Uh, you know the 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 heraldry of the of the uh, uh, hawks um, and stuff. Yeah. So um, when when I say when I make that point, like oh, you can only see it uh, from the side. That's more that's more to say like from a distance. Like this first impression is one of grandiosity, but you as you get up close, you see that it is rotten. I think that that transition is pretty important. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of, yeah. re- of realizing that you know as you get up closer, uh, it is it is crumbling in a very particular way.
1: It's not just that it's um, a thing that you don't see until you get close. There are two things that exist at the same time. Yeah, uh, it is simultaneously rotting but also grandiose, which is like yes. a great combination. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's still this uh, opulence mm-hmm. to some of the indoor spaces. Yeah, uh, here um, that it, you get that sense of clinging on to, you know, like like moving into a fancy house and not maintaining it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you like, know.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, just uh, uh, thinking that the, the 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 dignity associated with these trappings is more durable than it is.
1: Yeah, or yeah. it comes with the trappings; it doesn't actually require character from the the caretaker.
0: Yeah, it's a real Fisher Kingdom okay. kind of thing, right? Very much so. Yeah, uh,
1: something I wanted, something I also think is kind of important that's worth talking about is when you get here, uh, the gate is closed. You know, it is, uh, and you have a choice, um, initially when you go in here, I have mixed, I I was thinking about these, I have mixed feelings about these. Okay. Um, do you remember when for watch out for fireballs, we covered Deus Ex Invisible War?
0: That game made me feel nothing. I remember absolutely nothing about it.
1: Uh, so a big thing in Invisible War is you get to an area and there are multiple paths through it. But because of the type of game it is, you're highly incentivized to explore all of it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: So you get a choice of paths, but you're going to backtrack through both of them anyway. Yeah. Um, That's what this does as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an interesting, I think what they're trying to do here is signal that, you know, this is going to be nonlinear and that there are multiple ways to get through this dungeon and multiple dungeons and multiple situations here. I also think that kind of doesn't matter, at least to my playstyle, because I'm not just trying to get to the other side of it. I want to see all the stuff that's in it. So, so the fact that you can take this like secret route, uh, which is not secret and also is very, very heavily guarded, or a more direct route that's a little bit more heavily guarded does not feel like a real choice to me yeah because w- i'm gonna kill everybody here and take <sighs> all the stuff
0: i wonder if it's entirely just meant for people who want to who are on subsequent playthroughs who want to dispense with the first part of this um dungeon which is getting in through the walls um yeah and just okay i'm gonna get in here i am going to try and face the ballista um and just run across the court courtyard and get past Uh, you know, get, get, right to Godric as opposed to being, you know, working. You're not just your way through the walls, but up to the top and then down to the courtyard. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I think it functions as such. Like it's a lot easier if you take the long route, not just because, uh, easier in that you unlock an NPC that Mm -hmm. you can summon, um, for, for the fight. Uh, but it's much quicker and it's not actually that hard to just force your way through if you know where you're going. Right. Right. You know. So I think I think that it does accomplish that uh, mm-hmm. thing. It ends up feeling a little like a false choice to me. Yeah. Um I don't I don't hate it. I love this dungeon. Like I love everything about exploring it. I just feel like this beginning choice is a little weird.
0: Yeah. Um I like what it does. You know, you're you you so it's a choice. It's a person giving it to you. It's this commoner named gatekeeper Gastock. Um, who you know, he does give you the choice. Like he could open the, the, the gate for you, but he really is encouraging you to take the stealthy way. Uh, take the yes. long, the long easier way. Um, and, and Hegel, I,
1: it, it's not that much easier. <laughs> it's much longer yeah Uh, it's also really guarded
0: yeah but he but he's trying to say like oh things aren't going to go that well if you go if you go in through the front gate you you, you i I would recommend going through this hole leaving you know leaving this gate business um uh alone uh i think that that, like that that is meant to kind of make it a little bit uh well a we know not to trust people in these games because we've played them before Mm. but to make his inevitable betrayal uh stick out because you did have to choose to step into his trap right
1: yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit, it, it, it is, makes you a little complicit yeah. to it. <laughs> it ends up making, uh, I have no idea why they open the gate for you <laughs> within the story. Yeah. You know, like the, the idea that, uh, I understand Gas so gas So he's this tall guy. Uh, he's got, uh, the stockade around his neck. Um, we're going to see other copies of this guy is just enemies. Yes. Uh, they're called commoners. um, He, I understand his motivation because if you choose his path, which takes us through the body of the dungeon, which is like how we're going to talk about it, um, he is tricksy. Um, We're going to talk about this. He does, uh, he does some shit uh, (laughs) to you. Uh, But if you say, no, no, I'm just going to go through the gate. He goes, okay. And then he just says, hey, open the gate. And they just do it. Yeah. And I have no idea what their motivation is to open the gate. Yeah. There. I understand that uh, Godric is hunting tarnished. And they want to rip off your limbs, yes, and stuff. I just don't know why uh, they don't send somebody out to do that or like close the gate behind you. Or it's 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 weird when um, characters in these games have a motivation and act to change the world Mm -hmm. uh, in a way that um, has thought behind it that isn't like them being hollow. Yeah, uh, because it it underlines all the times where they don't. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this always, this feels a little weird to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. I have no idea. Uh, I've not put an, uh, put any thought into what his, uh, what his motivation might be. or like why he would open the gate for you other than like, well, I'm going to rob you anyway. So either we draw it out over several times or the you know, yeah, I, I take it yeah. the one time. Yeah.
1: I would have, uh, if he had acted threatened by you, yes, I could understand it being them. Like you do it because, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, but he, he gives you this choice as we mentioned, um, and he's strongly encouraging you to go uh, the slow way um, for reasons that are uh, we I mean, we can basically talk about now. There's one specific trap, but it's kind yeah. of sprinkled mm-hmm. throughout. Uh, Gostic is real tricky. Uh, <laughs> what he's going to do is when you die in this castle, he's going to steal your souls while they're still on your body. Yep. <laughs> um, before you can get to them. Uh, he does attacks.
0: <laughs> Uh huh. He does. It's a, it's it's a death tax. Uh, and it, it, like this was to the point. Like, I I didn't notice that something was wrong until I died with a whole bunch of souls, and he takes them by percentage, right? And so I picked it up, and you know, I I had never thought to consider, you know, like to to check the totals. And when I saw that the total that I recovered was less than I died with, I thought, wait a minute, is that a new mechanic in Elden Ring? because yeah. i i never noticed that like maybe at maybe at small totals i was like huh i wonder how i feel about that about that decision and then when i realized that <laughs> that it was him um it was like oh that is a real dick move i love it <laughs> yeah, he t-
1: it's uh, i think it's 30% yeah it it's very significant and something i y'all copped to never noticing uh, in the game, I just know this from seeing other people notice it mm-hmm. is that you can spot him doing this. What? Um, he's, yeah, he's, he's st- not him, not in the action, but he's in the background watching you from distances. He
0: does the G man injurious-
1: thing. Say what?
0: He does the G man
1: thing. He does the G man thing, except because it's not uh half-life, you can walk up to him. Oh, when he's doing this, and if you do it, he plays it off. He's like, Oh, you know, I'm really glad I ran into you, and he gives you a mimics veil. Huh? Um, we're gonna we find our first one of those, yes, in this castle, and that's a really interesting item, uh, in terms of lore as it applies to Godric. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's he's creepy watching or not, uh, yeah, he's G manning you, he's <laughs> watching from the he's Gontro dimming you, yeah, uh, from the background at multiple different places
0: in the dungeon. <laughs>
1: Uh, again, I've never noticed it. I've just seen it online.
0: Yeah. Huh? No, never uh, noticed that. I know that if you kill him, the, 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 the death tax stops, but
1: wait, well, and you get your, all the souls he stole back. Yep. <laughs> um, there's an, there's an advantage to not killing him, which is esoteric and irritating, <laughs> uh, which we'll talk about. It has some real adventure game logic. Huh? Uh, yeah. I have,
0: it. I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> he, uh, so he becomes a merchant. Yes. Uh, if you, uh, if you don't kill him, he gets a um, a somber or an ancient dragon smithing stone. Oh, no. He gets the plus 10. Inventory.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah.
1: No, he yeah, he doesn't get it. He just, he can sell
0: you on. Yeah.
1: And it just appears in his inventory, but it's after you do Kenneth Height. Yes. Uh, and you do that entire quest.
0: And those are, um, I mean, exceedingly rare. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's also an end game quest. Like, you yeah. have to keep him alive. For the entire game, and then he just magically gets something in his inventory. Weird. Uh, oh. At the end, it's super
0: weird. Yeah, I don't care for that. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, it's not a bad idea just to murder this guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the uh, I you know on on replays I'm gonna do it because I I have enough of those stones mm-hmm. and uh, I don't want to wait for it. No. Um,
0: yeah, but if, if you uh, say like, "Oh yes, I will take the big hole in the wall," he says, "Ah, you're just my kind of tarnished." So yeah, giving you a little yeah. giving you sketch vibes at the start.
1: Yeah, it's, it's kind of gross. He also uh, has a new kind of Dark Souls NPC laugh. <laughs> I was like, he kind of does that. Uh, does a monthly? He does, does that kind of, yeah, he does a monthly. You know, he exactly laughs exactly like monthly. Uh, so we take our, our path, you know, on the outside. Again, you don't have to, but it's I think it's the intended route to the mm-hmm. dungeon. Yeah. Um, That kind of goes through these crumbling cliffs, and you can really see the damage yeah. um, to the castle uh, here. And, uh, you can see, uh, Godric's, uh, we're just going to recycle everything that was in this castle, including, uh,
0: birds. Yeah. Recycle your birds folks. It's just the, it's just the conscientious thing to do. Yeah, uh, we, meet our,
1: we meet these war hawks. Uh, these are birds. Their uh, wings are chained, are kind of damaged, and their feet have been removed, and they have had, uh, the description that you can find for the spirit of this explicitly calls this grafting. Mm-hmm. Um, they have grafted uh, these blades onto their feet. So, like, I'm scared of hawks, but a hawk with swords for feet is way scarier. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and these things are really fucking annoying. Oh, uh, uh, boy. They're
0: really tough. <laughs> they're durable uh they you know it takes a couple of different um uh flybys for you to get enough attacks in on them and uh it, it, this isn't the only uh, variety uh later on yes. they get the ability to pick up exploding barrels and throw them at you
1: yeah they they get little hooks on their their feet uh-huh. little gyromites. <laughs> um they're uh the idea of these birds so like this was taken over. You know, mm-hmm. this, uh, this castle was taken over and this fucker came in and was just like, I'm going to put swords on their feet yeah, and leave them here and like fuck with their wings so they can't fly away. And it's like, uh,
0: is so hey, evil. Hey dude, hey dude, uh, yeah. Hawks are already flying knives. So yeah, <laughs> they're already so sharp <laughs> extra knives.
1: Yeah. Uh, Really, if you don't have a ranged option, these things are a huge pain in the ass to fight. Yeah. Um, if but the gameplay thing, I think that this does is encourage you to have a ranged option. Yeah. Um, no. For you.
0: That's also, just uh, adding another thing for you to try to be situationally aware of, or aware that threats can come from that axis.
1: Yeah. It's a uh, these ga- these enemies work in this game in a way they wouldn't work in other games because this game has wildlife. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there weren't just birds about that yeah. aren't hostile, having hostile birds in here wouldn't be as powerful. Agreed. You know, so this first one you see just like perched on a tree ends up blending into the background mm-hmm. and can actually ambush you really well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but these things, they're native to this place, uh, you know, they, they they came with the territory um, and were mm-hmm. the uh, uh, the emblems of these warriors. Uh, specifically the emblems of people who were sent out, uh, sent out afar, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're also on the, uh, like the, the shields, the kind of, um, whatever you would call those things, uh, balustrades, is that what it is? Those, uh, they're the little portable shields that they set up okay. on the yeah. ground, uh, in the, uh, the courtyard. Yeah. There are the birds. Um, we get to the seaside here, uh, make your way around the wall. Um, you can see the chapel of anticipation where the game game begin uh i did not recognize it and spent a lot of the game being like how do i get back there same uh just like man there's got to be a way Mm -hmm. uh because you know but that's that's what it is (laughs) uh and uh we can kind of see this is where again the castle's in really rough shape there are these weird brambles uh here uh we can find there are a couple of bad shields (laughs) here that also have brambles but provide interesting lore yeah, um, where they talk about how the shield uh, is modeled uh, the same way that the castle is. Yes, um, and we're being introduced to a kind of a theme of this area, which is uh, false information.
0: Yeah, or They're...
1: multiple accounts. Uh, you know, they they talk about like, oh, uh, you know, some people say this is because. Uh, Godric was cursed because grafting is so horrible mm-hmm. but others say there's something sinister hidden deep within the castle um it's the second one <laughs> yep <laughs> but uh this is one of those things where the narrator of the item description is an unreliable narrator mm-hmm. and there are multiple unreliable narrators uh they get roger who we saw you know we could summon him for for uh uh what's it said uh margot mm-hmm. um we're going to meet him later yeah. and he is uh from big middle finger to gary and cole and <laughs> Vati and you know everybody uh all these lore people who think they figured it out yeah huh you know so uh there's a little bit of like fuck you for thinking you figure this out uh that i read about this yeah
0: we're going to we're going to give you the bane special <laughs>
1: for thinking you got this <laughs> exactly
0: yeah Oh man, um, but I do like that ambiguity that is built in. Even just you know the the the, the some say like it would make sense why people would think why grafting would be would be the case here, right? Like yeah, it's immensely unpopular. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it involves hunting people down. Uh, it's it's yeah. gr- it's grotesque on its face, right? Can you uh, imagine the government
1: still doing something that is immensely unpopular with <laughs> most of the population?
0: Uh, I, you know, like, I think that it, it, the people wouldn't let it stand.
1: Yeah seems very strange. Yeah. You know, what a, what a fantastical world <laughs> that everybody hates something. And yet. Yeah. And, and yet it keeps
0: going out. on. Yeah. <laughs> um, Trench. <the, laughs>
1: yeah. The one. of So this, this way up the, when you start going on these kind of the scaffolding here, uh, this is just as guarded as mm-hmm. the intro. Like there aren't just turrets literally pointing at it, but there's a bugle boy uh, on patrol here who will bugle blow and alert everybody. Yeah. Um, that you're coming. These guys called exile soldiers who are these, uh, thin kind of cadaverous tall, uh, guys who are also covered in these thorns.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Either, uh, you know, being here, uh, kind of because that's the only place they can go, um, has made yeah. the, uh, the corruption that is taking over the place, start taking them over as well. Uh, these brambles, thorns, you know, the heresy associated with that. Uh, but
1: yeah, uh, there are variants of these guys. When you when you get into the inside the wall, uh, there's a big, big axe one mm-hmm. uh, version of it who feels almost exactly like the big axe guys from the um, un, uh, from Lo- High Wall of Lothric mm-hmm. from Dark Souls Three. Like I feel like we've seen this guy, one hundred percent. And a lot of this stuff is pretty classic uh, from Soft Castle Design. Yeah, uh, it's my favorite in the business, so I'm not complaining. But like, you do end up with. Hey, here's a bunch of uh flammable barrels and there's a guy up atop holding a firebomb waiting for you to step into it.
0: It's like, oh, you guys are up to your tricks again. Oh yeah. Never, never change. Um yep. yeah. Uh I, I I like that they turn the inside of the walls because, like, yeah, there's gonna be a space inside there. It's not just a layer of bricks. That's not that's not a fortification. They actually use that space as it would be used. Mm-hmm. So like there's there is storage down here. It's dark, you know, enemies are going to like jump around this, uh, you know, and, uh, kind of chase you around. Uh, you can, you can, uh, uh break that down and uh, get a direct line on them. Just a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like just using all of the space that is available to them makes this a, a, a you know, a really good introductory dungeon, real big one, one vibes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I get a lot of demon souls vibes from a lot of the castles. Yes. Uh, in this game. Um uh, mm-hmm. p- partly because castle is the most common dungeon.
0: Oh yeah. And that's <laughs>
1: um but I love castles. I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh up at the top we can't go forward. Uh there's a door um that's locked. And uh we go up a level, we continue forward, and there's an open door that goes into a dark storage room. When you go inside, we get a little cutscene of the door locking behind you and Gas Doc's Mutley laugh, <laughs> uh, or Gas Doc's uh, Mutley laugh, because we're locked in here with uh, the equivalent of like a, a Silver Knight. Yeah. Uh, style encounter here. These uh, banished knights.
0: Yeah. This is the first one of these that we've seen. Uh, these are the heavies for this uh, for this dungeon. Um, mm-hmm. And as you are scrambling to try and get your torch out, uh, he is going to come up and uh, chop you in half, most likely. He has a huge great sword, uh, has a great shield, really tough to get an angle on him. Uh, and the fact that you uh, you know, he gets the drop on you and there's no way to run uh, from him mm-hmm. uh, makes this a very good trap. Well played gastock
1: yeah. Yep. Uh and you can go and if you yell at him, he doesn't uh cop to it like Patches no. would. You know, he just says, I'm so glad you found me. Here I have a mimic veil. <laughs> it's useless. <laughs> um yeah, we were talking about mimic veils and how they contribute to the lore. Uh the description of this talks about how during the shattering, um, Godric the grafted used it to or uh hid among the women folk. Mm-hmm. Uh in there. It's one of the grain treasure great treasures he took. Uh, during that time, and then later, it talked about or uh, Kenneth Heide said how he hid among the women folk. Yeah. Um. So the idea being that Godric the Grafted use this item to disguise himself as a peasant. Yeah. Uh, to avoid going down, you know, in the war.
0: Yeah. Uh, which is a shit thing to do. Not very lordly behavior. Um, yeah. as he uh, made made his escape and uh, didn't didn't quite fate uh, didn't didn't quite face uh, what was coming to him from the others. You get this, you know, he, he was he was a shit well before he started crafting out here yes. once he got his own little fiefdom, right? Um, and this is also known as Merica's Mischief. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: I love all those little hints that maybe the uh, all-powerful, benevolent god isn't good. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, they give it to you with the class thing where it's like the, the church confessors yeah, are assassins. spies and assassins that are sent. Uh, <laughs> but then just having this Mer- America's Mischief as this... Uh, <laughs> uh very good um it's worth noting that uh i can't remember which item it's on but uh godrick at some point was uh not uh an absolute shit heel mm-hmm. um there's like one war he performed well in yeah uh, i think it might be the giants versus it was either dragons or giants i can't remember mm-hmm. but he did pretty well
0: yeah and, uh
1: he was always had this kind of diluted blood uh that makes him shitty uh, in the, the cosmology of this world, but he wasn't always like a coward and shit heel.
0: Yeah. Well, he's, he, he's Godwin's son. So he was never going to yeah. live up to the 100% beloved, you know, reputation of his dad uh, as well. The, yeah.
1: The idea that he at one point was good makes me wonder if getting, uh you know, constantly being called like the runt of the litter mm-hmm. and having, you know, this thin blood and being compared uh, to his father as like a distant relation, yeah, um, did that damage.
0: He's one of the them. only people whose parentage we don't actually know. Like we know it's Godwin, he, but yeah. like his mom is not in the picture, not alluded to yep. at least that I've seen, you know?
1: Yeah, we don't, we know it's a distant relation, so we know it's not a direct mm-hmm. relation. That's all we have. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't uh, call me crazy, but I don't believe in the kind of, you know, <laughs> eugenic uh, yeah. bloodlines determine the quality of a person.
0: Uh, uh, you know, it's brave of you to come out and say that.
1: <laughs> I just, I figured uh, I got my notes out, ready, ready and I'm, I'm here to, to say. Uh, so, you know, I agree that like Godric sucks. I don't think it's because he's, you know, yeah. doesn't have the blood, right? Uh, it, we just, we don't get enough, but I can almost see like a tragic story mm-hmm. in Godric where, you know, knowing that he performed well at one point and took this over. It just like everyone yeah. just talking shit about him constantly that making him turn to, yeah. to grafting. And then everyone's like, no, nah, not that man. That's all we wanted.
0: <laughs> well, it could, it could also be like acquitting uh, yourself in the war of the giants might be a little bit like being the high school quarterback first string, you know, Sure. like not a guarantee yeah, of uh, future success too. Yeah.
1: He yeah. might, he might be a, a John Darnielle song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, peaked in uh in high school selling acid (laughs) doing doing adult time now um (laughs) the uh when you make your way uh further up once you beat this night you get the key for the door you're just locked in and uh the key for the next uh you know that that locked door we passed and we can make our way uh further up yeah. To a part of the castle, which is not just storage like people live and work here.
0: Yeah. It's a little bit more uh, a little bit more finished There are fireplaces and such. They bother heating it. Uh, the mm-hmm. main the main entry point is this tower um, that runs all the way up and down. Uh, there's an elevator shaft in the middle. We're not going to get to that elevator for a while. Uh, but we got another, another one of these banished knights here uh, with this halberd just kind of pacing around. Um uh, kind of just waiting and boy was I stealthy the first time I pro- the, the first time I approached this. And that works.
1: The uh the weapon these guys use really matters because weapon arts are not only good now for the player, they're good for the enemy as well. Uh yeah. Um him having that halberd means he has a very different moveset than mm-hmm. other banished knights will meet. And it's a really uh clever little bit of design to add your enemy variety by making um you know that a universal feature, making mm-hmm. them play by the same rules. Yeah. Uh, this guy's real hard. Like Mm -hmm. I, when I play these games, I kill everybody. Uh, the first time, like I, I, before I allow myself to loot, I kill everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause I want to explore. I want to look at the stuff close up without having to worry about things. Yeah. Um, I had to basically like lead this guy back down into the wall. He kept (laughs) fucking me with his, uh, with his weapon art. Mm Uh, this, it was not a a pretty fight.
0: The Halbert's weapon art is a, is a, um, spin, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He makes himself a little tornado. Yeah, um, you can also hit charge with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of which do a lot of damage, or did a lot of damage to me at the time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pr- pretty rough. Um, but you can uh, uh, go up above the level that he's uh, that, that he's on, and there are a couple of different ways you can go. Uh, one mm-hmm. way here, like there's a room off of this um, tower that will give you a, give you a grace. Uh, it's worth going up to the roof just because it's just an exploration point there really isn't mm-hmm. a lot of way you know a lot of way forward up there uh but if you go up there you get some of these uh exile knights kind of going around like little guys on the uh, on the rampart uh on the ramparts and on the uh the, the ceiling tops and you can just kind of like work your way around on the cathedral roofs and around the towers to like get up to this very uh, kind of the tallest tower in the castle where a whole bunch of these warhawks well not the warhawks themselves but the actual hawks the pre-war hawks uh um, yes. are, are <laughs> roosting they haven't been warified uh and you can grab this uh this talisman that'll be uh good for you if you uh if you use claw weapons uh this is the uh the, yeah. the, the claw talisman
1: yeah the uh there's kind of you can make your way further into the dungeon going this way as well mm-hmm. it's it's another branch point like you basically can go birds or roofs yeah here you know, uh, the area with the uh, the exile soldiers where they're all just kind of lounging around waiting to, to bugle boy it up, mm-hmm. um, there are tons of hidden things if you start jumping on roofs yeah. uh, that way. But you're missing the hidden things if you go the bird route
0: Yeah,
1: uh, that you can go through through here. So, like, again, it's very similar to that first choice where it is technically a choice, mm-hmm. but at least on my first playthrough when I want to see everything, yeah, I'm just going to double back and do both. yeah. Um, it's what lends itself like the density of these dungeons for mm-hmm. me Oh, yeah. is that they're not hallways. They're they're spaghettis.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I think I so, so I will think that I have found another path. But what I've actually done is um, walked one of the alternate paths backwards and gotten back to an earlier point.
1: Yeah. Which yeah. can sometimes feel really good. And sometimes mm-hmm. you'll knock a shortcut.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, doing that. Um, these knights that the claw talisman talks about it talks about these uh, Raven Mount assassins. Uh, here, who dress up as birds, um, we don't find out a lot about these. Uh, we don't find like Raven Mount is not a uh, an area we'll visit later or anything mm-hmm. um, that I know of. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, please. But uh, we do end up fi- having an invasion by one of these guys. Yeah, uh, at some point, these assassins.
0: Their armor rules. Uh, they look a little bit like um, um oh gosh the Death Knight guys from uh, the Grave Lords from uh, Dark mm-hmm. Souls One. Yeah. Uh and I said I I said this was claw weapons. No, this is uh this is good for jump attacks, uh if you work those in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um so we we continue to head up, uh up on top of these courtyard walls uh here in the hawk zone. You know, taking the hawk path as opposed to the uh, cathedral walking path mm-hmm. that we drop down to. And this introduces us to the hawks that uh have little hooks, they pick up barrels and throw them at you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so unexpected. <laughs>
1: It's very funny. It feels like they're on loan from like Donkey Kong Junior or something. A little bit, yeah. Like <laughs> the the idea that they run and they drop barrels on you. Mm-hmm. It's just very cute.
0: <laughs> it, like it, it'll get you. It got me. It got me once because I was like, "Wait, is it really? Wait, is that a red barrel? Oh no!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the first time you see that YouTube video of the of the eagle killing the goat by picking it up and dropping it off a mountain.
1: Yeah, holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> it's like such a scary thing. Wait, they can do that? Like, yeah. <laughs> God, it's learning. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And the, and these are very specifically trained.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, and and against their will, these hooks and stuff have been grafted. Yeah, they're not uh, happy birds.
0: No, no. Yeah. Uh, there's also uh, just uh, <laughs> this variant's kind of pointless. The ones with the helmets on that'll do like little spear thrusts. Uh, yeah. it's It's kind of gilding the lily. It's it's hat on a hat because they've already got sword feet. It's because it's cute. (laughs) You don't say, huh? Yeah, they get little hats. They get little hats. The little hats are cute. I
1: I don't want to get this far into our relationship to find out you're not into hats on animals. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I, I don't know. I I imagine. Can you imagine though? Like Godric is not giving good and direct and cogent orders right no yeah like i imagine he's just like make these birds scarier <laughs> and then just leaves and fucks off to go sew things to himself yeah and you have to just be like you know you look over at the other guy who's working in the bird factory and just like ah helmets
0: we've got we've got some extra swords here so
1: yeah I mean, this helmet, uh, like seems good. I, I don't know.
0: Fuck <laughs> <Heck>, man. <laughs> Call him uh, poochie or something. I don't care.
1: Yeah. It's it, very similar. Like I, I can't imagine the person in charge of this choice, uh, has a lot of resources at their disposal. <laughs> Unionize. <just>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so many problems can be solved.
1: <laughs> um, the, uh, if you head past here, past these guys, you can drop down uh, and there is a fucking crucible night yeah. uh, down here.
0: <laughs> this is um, super hidden. I've I've talked to people and seen people who didn't even know that one of these was just hanging around. Uh, yeah. you, you've got to jump over like a very specific wall uh, and fall to what appears it, like it's going to be uh, a ledge that you can stand on. But it just breaks under you. Um and yes. you fall a huge distance, the only reason you can uh survive is because you fall into tall grass.
1: There are places in the game where you where you survive, yeah, you know, kind of regardless uh you know they're just coded as such um this is if you want to do one of the hardest fights you can do at this point in the game for two thousand souls here you go <laughs> for two thousand you know, souls and a spell thingies yeah, yeah, you get a not great spell,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> but there's lots of tall grass here, uh, that this was fun the first time because I realized, okay, I'm outmatched. My attacks are not doing anything to it. Oh, right. There's tall grass. I can just sneak by him, Uh, and it's nice mm-hmm. and tense. And this is how you get to the bottom of that elevator, uh, that goes up the tower.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. A little shortcut. So you can come back when you want to fight this guy. Yeah. Uh, down on the ground, there's a chapel. Uh, there's a little banished knight and a little torch bearing guy. Uh, following them around mm-hmm. they're doing laps uh, you can sneak by them or fight them to get into the chapel mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to meet an npc that we've summoned before yes uh, sorcerer roger uh, i really like this because i thought it was just going to be one of the dark souls two style uh summoning a rando uh-huh guys when you summoned him i didn't think he was going to be a guy
0: then think he was going to be like a major and have a pretty good story to him
1: yeah And be a gigantic middle finger to me specifically, (laughs) Uh, which Which, I expect them to be a a huge fuck you to people who have made a cottage career out of lore diving uh,
0: these games. uh, I'm fine with from being hostile to me. That's okay.
1: Oh, me me too. I just didn't expect it. Uh, And I also, I don't think it's explicit. You know, I don't know how much of it is explicitly that Mm -hmm. Uh, it's hard for me not to see the intent behind them making a character in game whose purpose is to be wrong about the game's lore. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> oh, but he's so earnest is the thing. I really, he's uh, a great guy. He feels it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, we should say we're not on the ground. We're kind of like in this middle, middle level of the walls here. The, yeah. the, the, the ground would yeah. be the courtyard just so people, if they're doing a mental map, don't get confused. Uh, but yeah, the, Ra- the ground from the wall we were standing on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but Roger, uh like he uh, is he's, he's from the Academy. Um, mm-hmm. He is uh, wearing a big old hat, uh, like Big Hat Logan. So immediately is kind of coded to be our wizard type. If you play the, uh, the previous games. And like we said, he's just a real, just a real solid guy. Yeah, he's great.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. I love him. Yeah. Uh, he has a real sad story like what's going to happen to him. And no. it's happening now. No. Uh, him being here is what's spelling his doom. Yes. Um, he's looking for a secret uh, that is around here. He doesn't specify what it is, uh, but he infers that you're here hunting Godric. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, like that. Hey, that, you know, that's great. Uh, just be careful. You know, he's been chasing hunt, uh, tarni- uh, tarnished around. Um, oh, I bet you can see that guidance of grace, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And you say, like, yes. He's like, oh, you should enjoy it. I used to be able to but I can't anymore
0: still. I won't forget how it felt when I first came here to the lands between. Um, yeah, Yeah. he, he really is nostalgic for it. He wishes, you know, kind of wishes he still believed a little bit.
1: Mm. -hmm. Um, he is a merchant, uh, here and elsewhere, specifically selling sorcerous ashes of war. Yeah. Uh, I didn't find tons of use in these. I didn't play a pure Um, caster was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, it just, yeah, it felt like a weird, they felt weird mm-hmm. to me and the, the weapons that I was using as a sorcerer all I had bespoke Yes, ashes of war, mm-hmm. uh, throwing a magic missile onto them didn't seem useful to me, mm-hmm. um, when I was like doing cool night and flame shit.
0: Yeah. like that and I couldn't see if I was a pure melee putting these on and making it into because like he sells the like the carrion great sword right like any like any of those ones which are actual spells that you can cast mm-hmm. um you know but like that is so if you are a pure caster you know it that you know, for a move like for a swipe turns your uh, wand turns your focus into a more effective weapon right having yes. that on a like on a uh, uh, physical weapon that you can like wield around makes very little sense unless you are wielding a dagger and you want to like momentarily turn it into a great sword right
1: yeah or or if you want to do magic damage because yeah is physical resistant
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know I can imagine these being useful for the miners. Yes. Uh, if you're playing a fir- pure physical uh, build, but I don't know. I, I played a mostly pure physical build and was fine. Yeah. Just powering
0: through on well, those miners can be, all you have to do is uh, do blunt damage to them.
1: Yeah. 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 Or, or hit them with a fire bomb or just get through there. Just fight them. Mm-hmm. It's all fine. Yeah. Uh, when you ask me about these weapon arts, I uh, talked about how they were, uh, created at Ray Lucaria uh, there, um, these laws that were there once, uh, contravene the golden order you yeah. know and he talks about it, he says like fascinating isn't it the golden order was pliable enough to absorb practices that contradicted itself in the past uh, with the order broken twisted in need of repair such adaptability is more important than ever um the idea of the golden order being rigid mm-hmm. uh and not being um inclusive of these things is like a sub theme of this game. Yeah. Uh, the alternatives presented to the golden order tend to be much more adaptable.
0: Yes. Um, and it's a little bit like, a, it comes across almost like a hypocrisy on the golden orders part. Uh, mm-hmm. insofar as it acts like it is more dogmatic than it is. It was pliable. Uh, it was able to take in the Raya Lucaria Academy, not necessarily because of any like doctrinal reason. It was a, it was a literally a marriage of convenience.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Which, which we'll, we'll find out later. And yeah. like uh, everything Elden Ring, uh, even Raya Lucaria, that area is not a monolith. Right. Uh, because there's a sub faction within that with the mm-hmm. Um That is the complexity that Elden Ring trucks in.
0: Yes. Yeah, uh, this this chapel that he is in is real strange. I have no idea when it was made because it seemed to be it seems to be depicting the actual like pact that is ruining the physical state of the castle itself. This is not a statue of America. You know, it is not that um uh, strange arc crucified uh, kind of thing mm-hmm. that you see in uh, America statues. Uh, instead, like the central figure is somebody standing in the middle of this brambling uh, kind of these brambling, flowering roots like coming up at them, and flanked by similar figures that are holding the branched uh, the branched roots like swords uh, at attention. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, instead of swords, it is these roots leading down. Um, who built this and to who?
1: Yeah, yeah, a great question. <laughs> uh, just you know, assuming that the the roots are good because they're <laughs> happening uh, when. You know, and and it's worth noting that like by the time we find out what this is, yeah, you know, like what what's kind of doing this, where there aren't very many people who know. No, no, you know, it's it's not like it's common knowledge. So like, again, I I think back to those people who were charged with making birds scarier. <laughs> just you know, just being like, you know, figure out what's fucking holy. <laughs> I'm gonna go things to myself, yeah. and then. It's like a, ah, a, just a, the thorns. Fuck <laughs> like it, ca- cast that statue, baby. Seems good, <laughs> you know. It it is really weird when you find out uh, what they were. Even in either explanation, like if mm-hmm. it was a curse brought on by grafting, or if it was the the death yeah. root adjacent secret in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, real weird to, to get got. Don't got to hand it
0: to him. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's it's all bad is the thing it's just different yeah. different shades of bad uh so we can leave this uh this chapel uh strange though it may be and uh head down and if we're on this wall path everything is going to lead to uh these again more decorated chambers uh some living uh living quarters here like, you go through, mm-hmm. like, a little scholar's room, you know, where, like, scribe desks uh, have been. Uh, and when you step through and get into this larger chamber, uh, we see our old friend. And by old friend, I mean that thing that killed us a few hours ago. We see another grafted scion.
1: Yeah. Uh, and he's down on the floor below below us uh, as kind of a mini-boss this fella uh and it's it's he's not the most important thing about the room uh this room uh these then has extra limbs hanging uh drying like garlands of garlic yeah on the ceiling um this is very specifically right next to the kitchen Mm -hmm. when we get down there uh (laughs) and there are tables with food and things in that room yeah um It is not just it's an operating room because this is where they keep the arms. It's also (laughs) where they eat and make food. I mean, Um,
0: I I don't think that this is an especially delicate surgery that they're doing. So it makes sense to combine these purposes because both require knives. (laughs)
1: uh, There's definitely that like a little bit of like, oh, barbers do the bloodletting. (laughs) Uh-huh. I also think that uh, they're eating stuff they can't use. Yeah. No. No. you know, we we run into uh, cannibalism ends up becoming a thing yeah. that happens in this game, specifically with characters who are uh, afflicted. So we know that they're, um, without death and death, there are characters who are basically you know, they're not hollow. There's not that verbiage Mm -hmm. in this, but not everybody is of sound mind in this. And later we will run into people who are frenzied flame, who are explicitly eating their companions.
0: We talked about, um, revenger, uh, uh, revenger. Yeah. The, the, the castle warden guy.
1: Yeah. Finding people. This is the first time we found people who are not frenzied flame doing things that are sure as fuck look like cannibalism. Yeah. Um, you Uh, know, and it's, it's, it's weird because we know what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, with with the the arms, but it not being the only thing they do, lends a little extra credence to to the terror of this. Yeah, like uh, obviously it's bad enough to just do grafting. Like grafting sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reputation this this castle has and the surrounding, the fact that they're eating the people as well, probably adds to it.
0: I mean, if you're looking to keep a population under control um saying if if you yeah 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 eat them uh would would, would be one of them i'm not saying it's a good long-term strategy but if you're if you want to get a reputation eating a dude would probably make people think twice about messing with you (laughs) that's how i keep the uh
1: population of fig newtons under control Yeah. At my, uh, at my house.
0: Yeah. <laughs> keep, 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 the Nutri-Gain S- bars in line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. S- some of which I graft, some of which I eat. Yep. Um, I like how it's not just limbs. Uh, well it is, just, it is, it is limbs that are hanging here, but it is not just lone limbs. Uh, some limbs have been grafted onto each other. So yeah. it's like limb, you know, arms that are like chain grafted, like probably i maybe to keep each other alive in some way. I have no idea, but the fact that there are just some of them that are attached to each other, uh, you it's know, it's really great. Yeah. Like, like yeah. you would be keeping a sapling alive, uh, by, by grafting it to, uh, for a certain time. Yeah.
1: It, it's also, these people have to learn how to do this somewhere. True. True. You know, uh, and the idea that, uh, you know, this being the practice zone, like, you know, the equivalent of people tattooing tattooing onto cantaloupes mm-hmm. um, and then eating the cantaloupe when it doesn't work out, <laughs> you know, uh, makes a kind of sense. When you pass through here, we get to see that uh, we've seen this before, evidence of this from the uh, grafted scion. If we got a good look, mm-hmm. uh, the grafted scion has bird parts as well. Yeah. Um, wing clippings from these very hawks. Um, we also find uh, a troll. Hanging upside down, yeah, um, over this this pile of body bags. Uh, the troll has also been
0: harvested. Yeah, no, he's um, missing his left arm and his left leg.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> and we get to see where troll parts go to. Um, we're gonna get the, they're on Godric.
0: Godric yeah. has some of these. It's a, it's it's one of the ways that he gets big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this thing is just hung upside down over this uh, pile of body bags. The the, the chrysalids. Right, uh the little cocoons mm-hmm. this is where you can you know get on top of this if you can if you can fight the dogs off, you know the dogs are gonna get their uh get their meal too uh if you can fight them off uh you can get the chrysalis memento this is what you take back to um uh roderica in order to uh, mm-hmm. advance her quest and to get her to go to go to round table hold
1: yeah and and basically convince her she has the shining or whatever to yes let her uh commune with these spirits mm-hmm. uh. Right before, uh, as we we continue through, there's a council room that uh, we're going to get to. Before that, there is a banished knight. It's kind of walking back and or walking in circles with a halberd. Um, and uh, inside here, there are chairs on this podium overlooking this conference table. This mm-hmm. is like a war planning room almost. Yeah. Um. Within the chest here is the uh, the mimic's veil we find via treasure. Yes. Um, we can get one from Gostic before this, but here's one we find. Uh, a really low value treasure for how much ceremony it's given. Yeah, um, in terms of efficacy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who gives a shit if, if you're playing there's so there's little multiplayer in this game, even if you're playing multiplayer, this doesn't seem that useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely there's no use for it single player. Yeah, real weird to find in a chest.
0: Yeah, strange, Uh. strange thing to see put kind of like literally up on a pedestal. Uh. Although yes. it's very important to, to Godric, right? If it wasn't for this, it would have, you know, he would have died in the capital. You know yeah this so. could
1: be the the his uh like his dollar in a frame
0: yeah his dollar yeah, in a frame or part of his escape plan uh though yeah m- one of his escape plans is down in a cellar we'll find it <laughs> i was just thinking uh his dollar
1: in a frame if he started gluing dimes to a dollar that's <laughs> grafting and a dollar <laughs> with a dime glued to it is a d- worth a dollar ten it is like I mean, it, it-, it does add value to it you could just using glue and coins you can do a lot of grafting on your own <laughs>
0: You know that Moneyball is just a different kind of uh, lottery. It's not like a yeah. okay, it's 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 not just literally, okay. <laughs> here's here's a $1. 65 note. Fuck Powerball. It's not Moneyball's a movie. God damn it. Moneyball's a movie. It's <laughs> yeah. not just the type of it's not just a ball. Of money. <laughs> it's not it's not just money comma all wanted up. The ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wasn't that, that movie about the ball? Yeah, it's about about that <laughs> big ball made of money.
1: <laughs> yeah. Huh. They finally made that, huh? <laughs>
0: oh my god (laughs) Uh,
1: you work your way down here uh to that kitchen uh where they're grafting and eating cutting chopping and hopping uh into the grafted scion room where you can fight him yeah um this is very satisfying uh vengeance he has the same move set as far as i can tell at least in the times i fought him he didn't pull out anything if he can do some kind of real weird rare grab attack i haven't seen that yeah um it's it's i'm just very powerful now Mm-hmm. so it it it's really empowering to to refight the tutorial boss here. Yeah.
0: And even if you are not up to doing it close up, uh the fact that you are not in this boss arena, um uh, you are just in this place that has multiple vantage points, uh you are able to get a distance from him or attack him from above. You know, this guy has no range protection and has no way to punish you for doing ranged at him. Um yeah. so goes down very easily. Yeah. Uh
1: inside this kitchen slash grafting room, there's a huge portrait of Godfrey, Mm -hmm. uh, the first Elden Lord, uh, and Sirach, his uh, his lion companion cape. Yeah. Chain shackle.
0: Just kind of always sticking out of his shoulder like venom.
1: Yes. (laughs) Uh, We won't find out what this is for a long time. Right. Um, What's interesting is that uh, in looking at early lore discussion around this, a lot of people were like, Oh Godric used to be really awesome. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the reason why this is here. Yeah. uh, In part like is to draw that connection, you know, um, this is here specifically to contrast to, to, uh, Godric when we see him. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, and him just being like, nobody forget I'm related to the, to King shit. Oh
0: yeah. You know, to, to, to literally the first Elden Lord.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It was when I first came here before I knew really like I, I knew, you know, because of Godfrey in the intro, Mm -hmm. but for for a minute, that was my take too. like, oh, Godric's really fallen from grace. Yeah. You know, he used to be really cool. Uh, No, it's a different guy because this game is constantly about guys who look the same and guys who are actually other guys and secret identities and
0: shit. No, this is him, you know, rolling up to a college bar and trying to pick up chicks by saying his dad owned a dealership. Or his grandpa in a yeah, exactly. dealership, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It,
1: it, it's a uh, Doctor Venture trying to get Dean in as a legacy,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but uh, this g- gigantic portrait, just trying to, j- just trying to uh, um, drift, trying to draft off of uh, his, his grandpa's greatness.
1: Uh, past here, we get another shortcut elevator and an imp door that goes into an armory. Um, this is worth uh, getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll get a wooden shield that you don't want, but you'll also get the uh misery cord, uh, which is a dagger used by the military physicians in white. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it talks about mercy, uh medicine is mercy, and mercy on the battlefield is ruthless. Beware the killers, clothed as men of compassion. Uh this is Var. Yeah. Uh VAR is one of those guys. He's one this of those This is your first hint that that guy's no good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Associated with uh with the perfumers. Yes, which is, uh, uh, we're not going to meet a lot of them down here that 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 particular art of battle didn't get very far from the capital, but it is pretty, uh, uh, noxious, let's say.
1: Yeah, it's related to those, but also like when you get, um, VAR's outfit, Mm -hmm. they talk about how he is a, um, what is it, a military physician?
0: Yeah, yeah, battlefield surgeon kind of guy. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, there's also, uh, down here, one of the whetstones, is uh, it that you get oh you know yeah, what? yeah they're... it's
0: because i'm doing new game plus i didn't see that for the notes apologies
1: yes mm-hmm. hey, no worries uh you get one of the things that allows you to add different um, affiliations to your weapon
0: yes so, uh very very, important very useful yeah um but the main path will take you to a very imposing courtyard and as we stand here looking down the barrels of literal guns this might be where we have to break um uh, for for part two
1: we'll be back next week to, to wrap this up, uh, talk about this. And then after that, uh, response, as we mentioned, mm-hmm. and then bam, uh, Liarnia,
0: it'll be here before. Is you know it is one of
1: my favorite overland, uh, areas of the game.
0: It's real good. Uh, it, you, you think when you walk into it, Oh, okay. Bogs, we got bogs. It's, it's wetland kind of stuff. No, it's gigantic. And there's a ton of variety to it. Yep.
1: Lots of secrets. <laughs> um, Lots of very cool vistas. Yeah. And, like. and I just like the story of that culture. Like, if I lived in these worlds, I'd I yeah. want to live in Lyurnia.
0: Yeah. You know. Um, throw the, me the, up at the hand mansion. Fuck it. The, <laughs> the, 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 the albina do not seem like bad folks. So,
1: No, they seem great. Yeah. They, they're so cute. <laughs> um, and you can wear their heads as
0: helmets. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I don't think that they would like off. it if
0: you did. They'd prefer you not. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's my <laughs> thing I do. Cartwheel me to death?
0: Uh, um, yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you. Keep an eye out for that post. Uh, and if you're hearing this, you are a patron. You've already done everything you need to do. The only thing you can really do is leave us ratings or reviews or tell your friends about the show. But Please basically, do. just keep coming back and listen to the other shows. Give them a shot if you would like.
0: Um, and, uh, I, gosh, I don't even know what to say. Uh, until, yeah. ne- and, 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 until next time. Uh, Be are kind of tarnished. <coughs> and we all pray that we will have far more soon.